supposed to start and get straight into all the topics and that because you need to give people time to get in. But I think people are going to be already in. So um, my plan was for the first... Yes, lad, I will. Yes, Dave. Yes, James. Yes, Craig. Yes, Rob. Rob's been here a while, you know. So my hair is a mess, so the hat is going back on. But I thought, why don't we have, for the first two minutes, a live... Yes, Jay. Why don't we have a live hat decide decider? So I'm wearing black, so should we just go? These are just the hats that I had downstairs. So should we go with the last hat, the newest one? Int Do you know what? The backwards anyway. I've just thought right now, the backwards anyway, aren't they? Yeah, we got a mod. Hello, Emma. So I've got a bit of a... Uh, we're going to start with the... I need to like get some... Do you know what? I'm just going to put my hat back on. The backwards anyway, so it doesn't matter. Boom. Right. So, there's only, I've decided that there are any Hell Hamlet questions this week. Fucking hell, Tom Masters. Yeah, there is. Just fucking Hell Hamlet questions. Chill the fuck out. We've got some. He, he messaged me from jail. Um, so, I've decided that there's a ceiling on coming on here, stoned out my head, and just waffling shit, and not really talking about anything, and not really discuss. because when I'm stoned, I just sort of go like, yeah, that was good. So, I'm going to do them not stoned, as I am now, mostly. And then we'll do one a month stoned, or maybe two a month, or whatever, little bonus one stoned. But we're going to stick to not being stoned. And while everyone's here, fucking like the video. Yes, Mike. Regular. While everyone's here, like the video, because... Like the live, because there's 34 fucking viewers in here, 38 viewers in here, and two likes. And it's fucking out of order, actually. It's actually a bit disrespectful to me and to this fucking product and this live chat. Um... Right, so we've got some good questions. I, I stupidly said DM me questions on Twitter after probably the hottest week on Twitter. So I've ended up getting far too many. A lot of them I haven't even opened, so I'm sorry about that. So I've chose a few questions that I could see that I thought was good. Let me go on to my notes for the live chat. So I've got one. To, I've gone for like seven questions plus El Amlet's questions. So we'll, we'll just use them. And then obviously go over the live chat. Right, so we're two minutes in now, so we've, we've officially started where we should start. Right, so I'm going to go straight from... Actually, do you know what? No, instead, instead of going straight to the questions, I'm going to start with a Manchester derby because I've just watched that. How oh, bad are United and how fucking great is it? So last season, we finished... Fifth? Sixth? Fifth? Sixth? Fifth? We finished fifth and they finished top four and won the Carabao Cup, League Cup, Milk Cup, whatever. Why has Alan been nicked? What have I missed? He had a fucking... Meltdown, Dave, on Friday. Let me tell you, he had a bad one. Yes, Macaulay McGee. He had a bad one on Friday, uh, Dave, like a really bad one. And yeah, got nicked uh, for because he was saying he, <laughs> he was saying, do you know, Jed. He was saying anyone who if if someone doesn't send him Jed's address, he's gonna kill or hurt an innocent person until someone sends it him. Yes, Josh got another mod. Free mods. Connor Spenno, the first mod. Where is he? Where is he? He's never here. But anyway, yeah. So El Hamlet said <laughs> on Friday, if nobody's every hour or whatever it was, he was on top form this week, Wolfie. Was he? He was. He said, if anyone doesn't, anyone who doesn't send him uh, Jed's address, he's going to hurt someone who's innocent every week. He therefore did. He therefore get nicked. It was quite convenient. He got nicked to someone's. Yeah, but Mike. So I felt bad because Jed was like, Jed's like desperate for him to be like, to fuck him off. And he is weird, don't get me wrong. And Jed is right. He is, he is mad. But, what was talking like? Yeah, he was. But he, uh, 
he apparently messaged his 14-year-old, and that's what Jeb was like. You can never speak to him again. But he never messaged the 14-year-old. The guy, I honestly, messaging a 14-year-old is the weirdest thing of all time, yeah? Messaging a 14-year-old saying, can I have a picture of you is the weirdest thing of all time. But do you know what's just behind, just behind messaging a 14-year-old asking for a picture is a fully grown man pretending he's 14, yeah? So that, so that when someone messages him, he can call him out. Because that's fucking weird. Would we not all agree that, that is fucking seriously strange? Because that is strange. So, El Hamlet never messaged the 14 year He's a fucking weirdo. He's a, he's a weird guy. He's a freak. He's, I will always say he's harmless. The guy can't even drive. So, what's he got? What, what, but it's not worse, is it, Mike? Messaging a 14 year old is worse. But pretending to be a 14 year old when you're a fully grown man is fucking odd. Let's have it right. It's odd. Right. And that's what happened. So, I'll, I'll always hold me. I always. Obviously, I, I sort of bout, I, mean, I used to be, I, I, it was, I, no, because he knew he wasn't 14, no, because he, yeah, he knew, mate, yeah, 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 right, yeah, because El Hamlet knew he wasn't 14, he's the walk and talk and that happening, and I don't know, Robbie, I keep pushing for it, and he's not into it, but I think he will, he's chatting the busy, he's got his, his blower, and we're, and we're, and where is Kane this evening, oh, yeah, that's where's Kai, where's Kai, yes, Stefan, where's Kai, Supreme being, yes, I've got all my mods in here except Connor. I think I should fucking delete Ka Connor. Yeah, where's Kai? That's true. Where's Kai when when the, when Pl when Plodder got fucking fingers uh, phone? Because Kai was apparently Stefan's onto it because Kai's been here every single week, bar the one where he was in here, and now he's got he's not got a phone. He's not here. Do you reckon for, for no, no? I've not rewatched it, and I should because a lot of. I don't know, right? I don't. So a lot of people, I've seen a lot of tweets on Twitter saying you can't, um, you can't base your opinion on the fight on the fact that Twitter this week, mate. Don't worry, Supreme. There's a question about that already from my mate Smidge. Uh, so we'll get onto it. Yeah, Connor Spen is all. Connor Spenner is all day long. I'm only joking. I'm only joking, Liam. Yeah, he's all day. Yeah, I love Connor. But um, 58, 53 people watching it and 10 likes. This is not good enough. Like the fucking thing, you little rats. Anyway, back to what we're talking about, Fury and Garnu. I think we've already veered off topic 15 times on this, so I've not finished anything. But anyway, Fury, uh, oh, hang on. I think I've got questions on Fury and Garnu. Uh, not about him winning, actually. Yeah, so Fury and Garnu. I'm not sure if I was guilty of... Maka, I'll get onto that. I will get onto that. So, what sausages are decent at holiday every time I'm out? What the? F That's my half eight alarm to ring my dad. Um, Josh, are you mad? Cumberland and Lincolnshire, Lincolnshire sausages from Aldi are the best. Anyway, let's just stick on the Inganu versus Fury, right? So, I'm not sure if I was guilty of over over rating Nganu's performance because he did better than I thought because I genuinely thought that Nganu was going to get his head boxed off for three, four rounds and then he would gas because he was chasing the fight. Gas, He would gas chasing the fight and then he'd get stopped and he dropped Fury. He pushed Fury back. He was the aggressor most of the fight. He landed the... Whilst Fury landed a lot more jabs and held a lot more and like was kind of a lot better in generalship and that, Ngannou landed the well more telling shots. And Fury didn't want to know. From getting tagged by Ngannou in the third round, Fury didn't want to know. Before that, Fury was like sort of like into the fight, not really into it. Didn't really seem like he was, he was miles better than I thought. Was. Yeah, no, he was, Dave. Fury didn't really want to know, did he? Fury, for the first three rounds, looked like he couldn't really be asked being in there, but was just like 
picking up his paycheck and jabbing his head off. And then he got dropped and Fury didn't want to know after that. After that, Fury didn't want to know. He didn't want to engage. He didn't want to fight. He, I don't know. It was weird. He like, he like sort of, it's like he was sort of in the fight, but not, not, I don't know. He wasn't asked about it the first three rounds and then he got dropped and then he was definitely asked and the panic was setting and he was panicking thinking if he loses this, if he loses to Ngannou here, he is finished. He's done. He's finished. He can, he wouldn't have lost his belt or anything but public, Fury's definitely more public opinion than he is merit. Like he cares what the public think. He says he doesn't but he does. He cares a lot what the public think and if he'd have lost there on points or knockout by Ngannou, he would have been finished in the public size and he would have been and I would have finished him as well uh, and he didn't want that. So from three rounds onwards he was just sitting on the outside and boxing his head off whereas the first three rounds, look, the reason why he got caught in the third round is because he started trading with Ngannou which was just not ridiculous because I thought he could. Tra- I thought Ngannou would be that bad and Fury would be that much better that he could trade with him if he wanted to because Fury would just be that uh, Ngannou would be that shit that he couldn't do anything about trading with him. But yeah, it was. Uh, I need to watch it back because a lot of people on Twitter are saying if you rewatch the fight without the emotion in it, you'll see that Fury did win most rounds other than the one he got knocked down and a couple others. Whereas when I was watching it live, I didn't give Fury three, four rounds. I thought it was a clear win. Chatting absolute shite him. He would have. He would put a picture on the change sheet and loved the attention. Ooh. Oh, charge sheet. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, Louis. I've just caught. Oh, Louis. I didn't expect you to be here, Louis. I did not expect Louis to be here today. Louis had a very big night last night and was very rough earlier when I spoke to him. But he's here. Uh, yeah. Nah, maybe he's like. I, I don't know. He's, I think. With the El Hamlet thing, I think it was quite on top when it messaging a 14-year-old, even though we, we know the guy's not 14. So, I think, because if you look at the tweets, he was like, can't wait for my £300 uh, universal credit to come in. And then someone said, why, what are you going to do with it? And he's like, I'm going to get loads of Charlie and then go on to the lap, go to the lap dancer. So, I thought El Hamlet was going to do the, I've been hacked. That's why he was talking about it. Because El Hamlet always says he doesn't take drugs. So, my assumption was he's going to pretend that he's been hacked. And then when everyone came out with that guy's not 14, which is very weird, and then I think he decided to go down the Nick route. I don't know if he was nicked, but a lot of people know his address, and he was being super weird, and you definitely cannot threaten innocent people. You can't say, if someone doesn't give me someone's address, that you're, you're, uh, I'm going to kill innocent people and not expect to get nicked. Fury didn't train properly. Not sure he'd kill him if he actually tried. Not what? I can't read that because of that fucking stupid heart. Not sure. Sh- what does it say? Oh, anyway, yeah, I don't think he trained. So I was telling everyone that he's been training because he looks fucking, he looked in shape in a suit, didn't he? But he came in a career high heaviest, which means he obviously wasn't training. He can, he can say, I need some time off because I've had a hard 12 weeks training camp, but it's bollocks. He's not had a hard 12 weeks because he came in a career high heaviest. So why? I, I know that you potentially you could come in a career high heaviest and of Charlie Cox loves L. If Charlie Cox is in here. Anyway, I just don't think he trained. He didn't train. Don't think he trained for it. I don't think he took it seriously. And he ended up getting proper walking up because I think with these fights, do you know when you get like Jake Paul or Logan Paul or KSI or even like the lower weight, so like McGregor Mayweather, I think if you're a lower weight class and you're shit, because Ngani was indefinitely shit. Like if you actually watch, if you actually see how bad he was in the fight, he wasn't good. He isn't good at boxing. He can't box. He's not, he's not very good at boxing. He's better than, he's better than a novice. Because 
most MMA fighters learn, they do striking, so they'll do Muay Thai or they'll do uh, kickboxing or something, but he has done boxing. He's been an MMA fighter. Oh, he definitely sparks AJ. He's an MMA fighter who trains boxing as he's striking. Do you know what I mean? So he's better at boxing than most MMA fighters whilst also not being very good at boxing. But I think at the heavyweight division, so McGregor couldn't turn over on his punches and couldn't hurt me over because he was dog shit. Same with like Jake Paul or uh, Tyron Woodley, all these. But I think because Ngannou's that big and that powerful and that in shape, but even though he's dog shit at boxing, he carries his power up because he's obviously he's a fucking big, powerful man. So I think him knocking... Fury down in the third, hurt Fury, and Fury didn't want to know from there, like he was not interested from there, he's like, he was on the back foot, but not so fasting crew, was, listen, I fasted this week, fuck you, there's a video coming out this week, there's a fasting week video coming out that proves I fasted, but yeah, I think, I think Nganu beats AJ, AJ, obviously, there's a question about this, but obviously the AJ of the past, the AJ that won the title against Charles Martin, the AJ that, Beat Klitschko, he went life and death for Klitschko, but the AJ that beat Klitschko would wipe the floor of Nganu. We all know that. Fucking hell, surely we all know that he would because Nganu's not good. But this version of AJ, the one that doesn't throw punches, the one that doesn't throw combinations, the one that's very, like, definitely afraid of getting KO'd. The, the, the Ruiz fight has ruined AJ because he had to fight her for what? When did he get knocked down? Was it the third round? Peep someone help me. That's it. Mike Case, the AJ, is scared of a smack. He's bang on. What was what round was it when AJ and Ruiz both knocked each other down? Was it the third or fourth round? Yeah, Dave, you're right. AJ, before the Ruiz fight, would knock Ngano out in two rounds. But post, and post the and AJ would go into the fight of Ngano. That scared of Ngano's power, they would lose. He would lose because he wouldn't throw punches, because he would fight scared. And he did look at fucking... <coughs> look at the... Um, <coughs> I think he got down in the third. Yeah, so, so we got knocked down in the third. And if you watch the fight again, Joshua fights four rounds. Hurt. And it scarred him. It scarred him for life. You'd have been better off just pulling him out in the third and saying, right, he's done. His equilibrium's been fucked and he's finished. And him never having to go through the four rounds of like, almost like torment that he went through. Because... Someone on Twitter said to me, was in an, I was in an argument with someone. Well, I wasn't in an argument. It was actually that Dylan, the sock robber guy, was in an argument with someone. And I was just tagged in it. And the guy said, like, oh, he went, he, he avenged his loss to uh, Ruiz. Did he fuck? He, losing by KO, by knockout, to a big fat cunt on two months, two weeks notice, yeah. You, you've not avenged that loss by winning on points against the same fat cunt, who's even fatter, by the way. We all seen what happened to Ruiz. We, it was the it was the Sugar Ray Leonard versus fucking, um, what's he called? Uh, Hands of Stone. Duran playbook. Duran had never had money like that. Had never had a win like that. Ruiz had never had money like that. Had never had a win like that. Uh, uh, had a win, yeah. And if you're afraid of a smack off me, it will feel like I, that was that was one of the best ever McGregor quotes. And it, do you know what that press conference, Jack? He's one of the best ever McGregor press conferences, but there's no fans there, so it's not like... it's not. Oh, here he is. McKenna's here. Kai McKenna's here. Naughty little Kenny one tonight, lad's going to blow me out. Serious gear, that Kendall Mink cake. All right, Kai, mate. Kai, I thought plotted your phone. Ruiz took the money and lived. Yeah, exactly, Dave. Ruiz got like five million or three million, whatever it was, to step in for that first fight. And parted, mate. Do you remember, that, remember Ruiz's birthday when he had that 
fucking naked model lying down with sushi all over her and she just had to lay there all party while everyone just ate sushi off her. Well, that's what Ruiz was up to. And then they pushed for the fight to be there as soon as possible, give him 12 million to come to Saudi Arabia and get battered. Well, not battered, but uh, even then, Ruiz, as fat as he was, as, as, as overweight as he was, pulling his shorts up all the time, was even then still hurting him. Nah, only my alter ego. Oh, it's only, it's only your alter ego that's been fucking fingered, has it? But yeah, so anyway, I've been told not to keep labouring on points, but I think that was more about when we was labouring on the fact that about food last week. But yeah, I just think Nganu was better than I thought it was going to be. On first viewing, live, when I'm in the emotions of it, won. Don't know, I've not watched it back. And he would definitely beat Joshua in three, four rounds because Joshua's scared of being... Joshua doesn't throw punches anymore. People like that, Sam stick up for Joshua as if he's still the same guy he was and he's not he's scared he's scared of being smacked he's scared of throwing punches and he's scared of getting dropped and hurt look at Usyk the Usyk fight the first one he tried to box Usyk because he was scared of getting, engaging with him no Robbie you're wrong Robbie said Ngannou beats every heavyweight of a year's experience but wrong Usyk would outbox Ngannou obviously Usyk's not the sort of fighter would get would engage and get in Ngannou Usyk would outbox him with ease uh Fury, if he took him serious, would outbox him with ease. Wilder would blast him out in two, three rounds. The only reason why Joshua wouldn't beat Ngannou is because he's because he's scared of, scared of taking a punch and, he's, and he doesn't throw punches. If Joshua was even halfway as good as he was before the Ruiz fight, he would fucking kill him. Yeah, and that's another thing. So, Ngannou, Fury said at the end of the fight that he felt a bit rusty because he hadn't fought in 11 months. And Garner hadn't fought in two ye- over two years. It was, two, what was it, 290-odd days or something? Over two years and Garner hadn't fought. Is it still a poor heavyweight division at the moment? Yeah, it is. It is. It is a poor heavyweight division. Also, what I think a lot of us are not realising is Fury's 35. He's been boxing since he was, what, 15? And he has not looked after his body. Look at the Klitschko Woods. Would you say you've got a bulletproof mindset? The pile on earlier this week, I can teach you how to make your mind bulletproof and achieve it. Yeah, so Kai McKenna is definitely El Hamlet from that from that question, by the way. And now, Kai, I wouldn't say I've got a bulletproof mindset. There's a question about this, about the Twitter arguments. I wouldn't say I've got a bulletproof mindset. I'd just say 90% of Twitter are Muppets. Just Jesus wept. I can, but can I, can I ban? Yeah, go on. Emma, you're up to, you do what you want. If you want to ban Kai, ban him. No one needs Kai. Anyway, I'm just going to close the chapter on the Fury and stuff. Nah, don't ban him, actually. He's all right. He's just he's just a, either a pisshead or a Charlie. I don't know which one yet, but anyway, he's all right. Anyway, so to close on, you'll come back as a dolphin. <laughs> I'm not sold on the fact that Kai McKenna is El Hamlet yet, but I am sold on the fact that Kai and El Hamlet are both Muppets. But anyway, we'll go back to the... We'll get off the Twitter stuff because there's a question about this later from my mate Smidge. We'll just end the Fury and, and Garner talk. A lot of people don't realise that Fury's 35 years old. Hasn't looked after himself. Well, on a three-year... Literally, so a lot of us go on like a five... I don't do it anymore, but a lot of us have been on five-day benders and been ruined for months, yeah. Uh, Fury went on a three-year bender. He was in Monaco on the Charlie. He was at the World Cup or whatever it was, World Cup or the Euros on the Charlie and the, and the fucking... And remember that, what was it, 15 grand Jaeger bomb bill or whatever it was when England were getting battered off Russians. So he has not looked after his body. It's not like Klitschko. Klitschko was fighting at 40 rule because Klitschko looked after his body. Lad, more 
lad, most of put aside for stone and feel like shy. Exactly, you put on 10 stone, do you know what I mean? So, Fury, Fury was never going to have a long career. So, if I was him, and for the sake of me, like proper Fury fans, I would never fight Usyk because I think Usyk will win. But also, what you need to remember is Usyk's definitely on the slide as well, and he's not a heavyweight, and Fury only ever struggles with people that are smaller than him. Uh, they're bigger than him, sorry. I know he struggled with Cunningham, but he definitely didn't take Cunningham serious again like he never took Fingy serious. He just thought he'd run over Cunningham because he was a cruiserweight who couldn't punch and he ended up putting him down. Exactly supreme being. Just like Hatton, it catches up on you. And he's 35 now, which is not old for a heavyweight, but he's old for a boxer and he's especially old for a boxer that took two years off drinking Jager bombs and sniffing Charlie. So to me, Fury, to save... Fanboys like me needs to retire and not fight Usyk because he will. I think he'll get. I think Usyk will just be on his toes all fight and just beat him. Yeah, McGregor came back against Cowboy, mate. Fucking Cowboy. Cowboy's dog shit. Cowboy has had a one world title fight lost. Every time he stepped up, he's lost. He'd lost three in a row before. Bear in mind, he'd lost three in a row before the McGregor fight. Reckon he should cash in. Oh, definitely. He'd beat it. Fury could. Go on a bender now and come back. Fury could go on a bender now, go up to 25 stone, lose it all under Ben Davis again, and then still beat Joshua. Joshua's dog shit, and Fury would always beat him. So he should definitely cash out against Joshua, but he should not fight Usyk. Right, anyway, we've been 21 minutes now on the Fury and Garnu fight, and I do, I do think it was a good fight on that. But let's go to the question. Let's go to a few questions. Remember Ben Davis? Ben Davis, the coach. Have I just said Ben Davis? Was he not called Ben Davison? Not Ben Davis. Isn't Kai McKenna who L was accusing Johnny Concrete? Yeah. Kai, uh, L Hamlet DM'd me saying, just to let you know, Kai McKenna is Johnny Concrete. I'm like, all right, what do you want me to do with this information? Hate Mayweather, but he can do. Yeah. Mayweather is the one. He, Mayweather is the, the, is the, I don't know, the flag bearer for these exhibitions because Mayweather take, doesn't take them seriously, but he trains from. I said, and I got laughed at at the time, I said, if any of these crossover fights, <coughs> any of these circus fights can go the way can go the wrong way it's the Fury one because Fury is that much of an idiot that he could definitely get himself chinned or not take it seriously enough and people said I was stupid and that's exactly what happened Fury never took it serious he never trained for it he never fought in Ghana was any fought any sort of threat and he and it caught up on him and that's how it was yeah get me the car put him on a finger right so anyway gonna go to the questions now and then we'll obviously as always, we'll probably not answer the questions because someone will ask something that I find intriguing in the chat. Although I'm not stoned at the moment, so and I won't be stoned on these for a while, so I think I might be all right. So, just John twenty three. What's your thoughts on the Tenali slash Tony ban? That's and it says question for the live chat. So I'm gonna go. Is it is it a whiff? No, it's not Thomas, and you've missed. Somebody tell Thomas, yeah, that he's missed the whole exp explanation on stoned live chats. There's going to be one stoned live chat a month, and that's going to be a super chat. Because when I'm stoned, I miss the chat. So the only way to get a thingy will be to fucking donate me 10p for a question or whatever. I want to be like Luke Thomas, where Luke Thomas gets 20 quid donated for a chat, for a question. Who would you see off this? This is from the thing. Arctic Monkeys, Duralipa, Gorillas, Kendrick Lamar, Kygo... Lana Del Rey, Mumford and Sons, and Sean Mendes. Who would everyone's favourite be off that? Lana Del Rey was fucking sick. Kygo was sick. The Gorillas was sick. Dua Lipa was sick. Arctic Monkeys are dog shit. And Mumford and Sons are dog shit. And Sean Mendes was okay. 
Storms, yeah, I forgot he was there. Bastille. Liam Gallagher. Liam Gallagher. I watched Liam Gallagher live, and he is the worst ever performer live of all time. Who else? Shall I read them all? Bonobo, the Cooks. The Cooks, they were good. M.O., Nick Murphy, I don't know who he is. Zara Larson. We watched Zara Larson instead of the Arctic Monkeys. We swerved the Arctic Monkeys and went and watched Zara Larson instead. And I don't regret it a single second because the Arctic Monkeys are fucking dog shit and, and Zara Larson is sick. Clean Bandit, Blossoms. Nobody cares, do they? Gorgon City, JP. Let's go back to thing anyway. So, the Tonali versus Tony, Tonali slash Tony band. I'm not really that clued up into football bands and football betting, but I will say, I reckon most footballers bet on the slide. I know from someone who used to work at Bet365, multiple footballers who used to bet. Uh, Marco Anatovic used to lose thousands a day betting you. Thousands a day, though. One thing I think is, if a footballer, maybe maybe you shouldn't be allowed to bet on your own team. Then again, maybe you shouldn't be. I don't know, because then if you if you can bet and you can message your friends and say, I've got, I don't know, I don't know how to work it, but I think if you could, if footballers were allowed to bet on anything that wasn't their own league, let's say anything that wasn't their own league. So if you play in Italy, you can bet on anything except Italian football. Oh, Dave, yeah, mate. Fucking hell, Dave reckons a lot of people bet on themselves. Yeah, of course. A lot of them, there's a lot of these, like, behind the uh, behind the syndicate, behind the behind paywalls and stuff. There's loads of these. There's definitely loads of them will bet. But I reckon if you could, if it was legally, if you was legally allowed to bet on stuff that wasn't your league, I think you'd have less addicts. And, yeah, yeah, Mike, they definitely give, remember Stuart, Stuart's got caught, didn't he? I just think if you could bet on stuff that wasn't your league, there'd be a lot less addicts and people would just be up front and bet little bits. But then again, if you're earning 100 grand a week, you know, like, I don't gamble. I know I do my little £2.50 bets, but, like, the whole point of gambling is the, is the, it's the, the rush of losing money and winning money. If you're betting 100 grand, if you're earning 100 grand a week, then 20 pound accumulators mean nothing to you. You're not asked. The whole reason why there's a buzz in betting is because you're going to lose money and you're going to win money. Good job you don't gamble, lad. Fuck you, John. Oh, is that John? All right, John. Fuck you anyway, John. Actually. Because, John, you fuck it. Oh, no, you let us, you, John won us this week. Chesterfield plus one. Fuck you. A lad played for non-league team up here and got 50 win bonus in the FA Cup. He bet on them to lose and scored a winner. Got four years. He bet on them to lose and scored the winner. What do you mean? So he bet on his team to lose, but he scored the winner. But that, why is that? Why would that go against him? Because he's gone against his own bet. Yeah, I guess so, Dave. But also they must be. I know they were, they've got silly money, but if you... You bet relative to what you earn. Like, if I was to go and put 50 quid in an accumulator, I'm gutted to lose 50 quid. So if these football players put 300 quid in an accumulator, obviously they're gutted to, to lose the 300... The, not 300 quid, but 10 grand. Look at look at Drake. Yeah, Drake's a multi-millionaire. Got more money than any of us could ever spend. He puts 500 grand on a bet. He is gutted if he loses 500 grand. You, you're out of your mind if you think Drake's not gutted to lose half a million on a bet. Of course he is. I know, it's, I know half a million is not a lot to him. But 20 quid's not a lot to me. But if I lose 20 quid on a bet, I'm fucking devastated. Same way Drake will be gutted if he loses half a million. So it's all relative to what you earn. I reckon they do it all through boredom. Yeah, and they got yeah, that's true. 
The UFC changed their gambling rules. Yeah, no, and that's gone quiet on James Crow. I thought the James Crow story was going to be the MMA story of 2023, and no one's heard nothing about it. All them stake bets are definitely. I know because he's got st- he has a stake in stake, so I do get that. I am gutted if I lose a five. Yeah, I'm gutted when my two point fifty ones lose. Drake probably makes half a mil on Insta stories. Like I'm not sure he makes half a mil per Insta story. Anyway, let's get back to these. Anyway, so the tone. I think. I think what John's asking in this question, which I've sort of like scared over it, is he's asking why was Tonali banned for 10 months and it's just from Newcastle? And what was Tony's ban? Can someone quickly tell me what Tony's ban was before I have to Google it? What's Tony's ban? Uh, I'm going to have to Google it. Tony ban. Nine months. So Tony got a less ban. So what's he on about? Eight months. No, he got eight months. I don't know. They've both been banned. 10 months and 8 months, probably, if you, you know you can't bet on yourself, if you're earning hundreds of thousands a week, then just don't fucking gamble, just stop gambling mate, and just, if you're, if you're bored, then go and do something that stops you being bored without gambling, so, I have no sympathy for footballers who are in the position that they're in, who gamble, so, don't know if that's the answer you wanted just John, but that's the answer you're getting, UFC, Chris, I think you're just a bit of a, he said, because I need to, people have told me that I need to start reading the questions for the people who just listened to it. UFC kept the Crouse story quiet because of Laura Sanko thing. Laura Sanko was not shagging Crouse. And if she was shagging Crouse, that doesn't mean anything in terms of the betting story. I think the UFC kept the betting story quiet because Dana White is one of the worst gamblers of all time. And they also don't want to highlight how bad a gambling issue they've got because America is only just, I don't know if people know, but it's only become a thing in America where you're allowed to online gamble. In America, like four years ago, you weren't allowed to, you couldn't gamble on your phone. It didn't exist. So these uh, DraftKings and all them are new. So the money that's in gambling, the UFC don't ever want to lose that money. That's why they kept it secret. Were Tony Was Tony betting on himself to lose? Was Tony betting on himself to lose? Am I too close to the mic here? Is that too loud? If Tony was betting himself to lose, that's really bad. Uh, and yeah, Tenale, yeah. Milan won. Right, so Tenale was a diehard Milan fan. Yeah. What's your favourite? Oh, no, not the Gucci Mink one. Just the, just the original McGregor versus Alvarez press conference where, where they're both in a suit where he goes, take them fucking glasses off. And he goes, make me, make me. That's the best McGregor press conference of all time by far. Um, yeah, mate. He was into him, got carded. Yeah, mate. He was. He was an into. Tony was betting on himself to get carded. No way. That's bad. Because then you just kick the ball out, wouldn't you? You just follow the ball. He did take his glasses off. You took him off. I don't think he meant to take him off, though. I think he was just like, you know, like part of the thing. He was betting on Newcastle to lose when he was out on loan. Who's this? Lewis, who's this? Who was betting on Newcastle to lose when he was out on loan? Because Tony never played for Newcastle. Has Lewis said anything else? Tony was betting on Newcastle. Was Tony on loan at Newcastle? Ivan Tony was not on loan at Newcastle. I don't believe that for a second. Fuck off. Ivan Tony played for Newcastle. When? (laughs) Oh my God, Ivan Tony's born on the 16th of March and I was born on the 17th of March. How about that? Oh my god, he, he played for Newcastle for three years. Fellow in Ty asking Alvarez the question was about her. Yeah, where he goes, you've only been to the fifth, fifth round and lost, so what's your fucking thing? And then McGregor goes, his question is, why are you talking so much shit? <laughs> ah, yeah, that's a sick press conference. One of the best press conferences of all time. 
Tony was at Newcastle and got sent on loan. No way. Yeah, but Tony betting on Newcastle to lose when he's not at Newcastle, to me, is not that big of an issue because he's not at Newcastle. But anyway, we're going to get off this topic. I don't know if he was going on, if he was going on, if John was going on, like, has Tony been mistreated compared to Tenali? Because I know Tony was sort of like, ha, white, like, sort of a laughing stock, whereas Tenali's sort of been given as a shock in them accents. Listen, I can do accents quite well. The only thing I'll say about Tenali, which someone else has said, is he, he 100% knew, and AC Milan 100% knew. He was an AC Milan fan. They got in, they, they just, they're in the Champions League and he went to Newcastle. I know money's a big thing, but he definitely, they definitely knew. Every, all parties concerned knew. Anyway, one of the probably main questions everyone's fucking here for. Smidge82, what happened on Wednesday? So, well, he's put, what happened on Wednesday, lad, with a fucking laughing face emoji. So, Wednesday was a bad day. It was a very... It wasn't just Wednesday, it was Friday, but I will add, I will AC 100% new. Yeah, 100%, 110% new. Yeah, they did. So Friday, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give myself an excuse for Friday because I was just at work. So when you're at work and you've got not, like you're working and that and you can have a little look on your phone, that's why I was arguing with people on Twitter on, when, on Friday. And I've not argued with anyone since Friday. Wednesday, I can't even tell you what happened, Smidge. Don't know. I've done well. What you done now, Josh? I've done well to not. I, I don't argue. I don't just sit and argue with fucking idiots on Twitter anymore. But you know what? It is right. So Wednesday was a bad day. I, went, I took JJ swimming, and then I came back, and I was ill. I stayed in bed all Wednesday. Stayed in bed all Thursday. Came home from work on Friday. Stayed in bed all Friday. So I was supposed to do loads of things Friday after work, and I just stayed in bed in my work clothes. Woke up at ten to seven and went to the cinema at half seven like I was ill. I've been ill all week. I'm still ill now, like I've been coughing all day. I'm not coughed yet, I don't know why, but I've been coughing all week. I've been ill all week. I'm fucked. But <coughs> there you go. I don't know if I've just like blagged that cough. But Wednesday I was just I was just ill in bed all day and just ended up arguing with people all day. And I just I I feel like I don't argue with idiots on Twitter anymore. But you know what it is right? So I'm gonna I'll break it down for you. So Boxing Twitter, as I've said, are the biggest fucking Muppets on Twitter, but only because they're all in the mid-30s. I know I'm in my 30s now, but these are different to me because I'm in my 30s. I've got a missus, I've got a kid, I've got my own house. Not like, And there's nothing wrong with renting houses, but I, I bought an house and that, so like I'm doing okay for someone who's 31. Boxing Twitter, we're all like 35, 36, yeah. They're all dead skin, like skin out their head. They're all bad Charlie heads. They're all piss heads. They've got, they've never had a bird. They ain't got no kids. They've got the worst jobs in the world. Like these are just like the lowest of the law. They're just, they're just losers. That's what they are. The losers. There's nothing wrong with having a bad job. There's nothing wrong with not owning a house. There's nothing wrong with not having kids. There's nothing wrong with not having a bird. But these are the people who the the creeps. So. One thing I've realised about them from being in boxing Twitter is they're all proper weird guys and they mess they message birds weird stuff. So that's the reason why they don't put the pictures on as the as the profile pictures. It's not because it's not because they're ugly, because I'm ugly. They're all gonna oh they can clip this on my ass because I'm ugly. I'm ugly and I'm weird looking, but I put my picture on because I'm not gonna be ever it be um, exposed. Whereas boxing Twitter, if they put their own pictures on. That's it. That's it, Liam. They have a stripe. They're all stripe. They all have a stripe, and then they just type mad shit. And the reason why they're all anonymous is because they're all weirdos. And if they if they went with their normal pictures, they would get exposed by girls for being fucking weird bastards. You just look like fuck you, Emma. 
I don't look like Harvey Price. I don't look like Harvey Price. He hasn't got glasses. I am fat and he's fat, but fuck you. Anyway, so boxing Twitter are all absolute muppets in terms of the fact that they're like in the mid 30s. And yeah, that's it, Badger. Le- legends in their own mind after a stripe, yeah. And the w- worst thing is, so I know full well from one of my mates who's like submerged fully in boxing Twitter, like has been accepted by him all. They all love him. He meets them. He meets them for events and stuff. He, sh- he, sh- he showed me and told me about the, they've got a WhatsApp group where they send things in. They send posts in and go, everyone like this, everyone jump on this. That's what they do because they're all losers. They don't go out. They ain't got mates in real life. They're all Muppets, yeah. Boxing Twitter are just all Muppets, yeah. But what's worse than them, because I do feel like as much as that Boxing Twitter are Muppets and they're all losers and they're all wannabes and that, at least I do feel like because they're in the mid-30s and they've got nothing to lose, they're kind of keen, like they'd have a fight with people. They, they, do you know what I mean? Like I I'm not like saying I'm keen, but they'll probably, if you put it on them in person, would have a fight with you because they've got nothing to lose. Then the other ones that I ended up arguing with, are they're like, they're like almost football Twitter, but with their own pictures. I'd like, have you seen how feeble these kids are? Like, look at that. Oh, I can't even look because he's blocked me. That kid who's from Ireland, who's Sports United, who says, who, who like argues, always argues with that, um, what's that old bird who doesn't look old? What's her name now? Carly. With that Carly. He argues with her all the time. He... Did you see the picture he put on with Till? Like, I'm not trying to take the piss out of it, but I am trying to take the piss out of him. He looks like the most timid, shy. They all look like that. Look at that. Hang on. Let's have a look if I can, if any, because I upload, I, I haven't, someone said, uh, I can't believe you're a fully grown man who saves pictures of these kids. If anyone knew how, like, OCD I was with pictures on my phone, I every night I go through my phone and delete every single picture that's not a picture that I want to keep. So screenshots. I can't believe there's people who have, like, 40,000 pictures saved in the camera roll of just screenshots and like memes and stuff that I I have to delete all them and it's just things I want to keep like pictures of the family JJ whatever so let me go on my I have to go on my actual pictures on it like look at this kid just have a look at this kid right and tell me that look at this kid man he's the guy who's been giving me shit all week look at him I said, I said he looks like a shy Mr. Incredible. Think of Mr. Incredible. I'll tell you what, I'll get Mr. Incredible up now. These are the kids who argue with it. And then the, the other guy, the uh, the one who who ended up, half of them just say stuff for it. And all they just say stuff for, for a reaction. But, right, hang on, here we go. Mr. Incredible, you ready? So, look at him. Look at Mr. Incredible. Yeah? And then look at the kid. It's the same guy. He just looks like a timid Mr. Incredible. Right, and that's what, they're the worst. So, boxing Twitter, you can half, it's half, like, annoying, but you just have to sort of, like, the men. These are kids. He is not saying anything to anybody in real life, is he? Have it right, come on. He's not. And then the other guy, where's the other feeble guy? Him, this guy. Oh, shit, I just threw my phone. This guy, mate, come on. Look at him. These people are not saying anything to anybody. Sit off his age. <laughs> Let me get Sid off Ice Age. <laughs> Sid Ice Age. Sid the Sloth. Was Sid a, a popular sloth before Slobs? He does look like Sid the Sloth. <laughs> anyway, these people, these are not serious. Look at him as well. Where's the one? The other one who ended up uploading the... Him, look at this. Who are these people? Do you know what I mean? 
who the fuck are these people? Like, they just they just can't be serious. And then I finally ended up taking the piss out of this guy, and he ended up uploading the picture of himself. Oh, he's deleted it. Final babad. Hang on, I'll go on his. I'll go on his. Uh, I'll go on his thing because surely he's not uploaded many pictures since then. Yeah, and these these are just like feeble, soft people. Has he kept the picture? Oh, he's deleted it. He's deleted the selfie uploaded. No way. Has anyone has anyone kept that picture of that babad? Wounded. He's deleted it. Hang on, I tweeted the picture back out. I tweeted the picture back out. Hang on, I'm looking for his picture yet. Look at that. Always thought this picture was a bit noncy. What's noncy about a picture at a festival? Death for words, all force ones. Get this selfie up, lad. Yeah, I'm gonna try. John, I'm gonna get the selfie up now. Someone I someone I, I sent it to someone in a thing. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where is it? Who did I DM myself here? The in here? Said it with his chest. <laughs> I've subscribed, what does that mean, lad? Uh, oh, it just means you can't message. McCauley McGee, I don't know if you're in here, but it just means you can't message. Hang on. Who did I send the me- Who did I send his selfie to? I sent his selfie to someone who asked for it. Uh, Akko, here we go. <laughs> oh, no, I shut my phone off. Here we go. Look at that. The, he says, there you go, straight from the camera. So I thought, I thought that was a picture on holiday or something, because look at the curtains and that, and look at the, <laughs> look at the floor, look at the floor. It looks, it looks like them, um, it looks like them, he, bear in mind, he calls me ugly. Look at him. It looks like them curtains in the floor that you get in, do you know, like the snide rooms in Magaluf or Cavos? Do you know what I mean? Where you just, you only sleep, Fred Perry and all your mate, Fred Perry, he sent that. He sent that with his chest. He took, but I said to him, "When was that picture taken?" And he said, "No, Emma, you wouldn't." So stop lying. And he said, "That's I've just took that now." So first of all, who do them curtains belong to? Because them curtains are a fucking disgrace. And who does the, who does that floor belong to? What is going on? And these are the so boxing Twitter, right? I get a lot of tweets off them. Smother your kid, your kids fucking hanging, your birds hanging. I get all these tweets off boxing Twitter, and I'm most, I mainly ignore them because, as I know from being in boxing Twitter back in the day, you just say stuff for the sake of saying it because you want a reaction because you've got, and then there's nothing. I always say if, if not sure if it's been said, but best undercard I've seen for a long time. Yeah. So if you're if you're in boxing boxing Twitter, yeah. Usually have like, and there's nothing wrong with it. If you're just a person who goes on Twitter and just tweets as yourself and it's just a normal human being and you don't actively try and get followers or whatever and you've got 200 followers and you follow 200 people, that's fine. But these boxing Twitter people are desperate to be known. But they all follow 200, they're followed by 124. And the, the main thing is is interactions with big accounts. That's the, I'm not saying I'm a big account, but that's what their thing is. Get interactions off other accounts. Yeah. Are you with people sit on Twitter all day and argue with people? And you almost like have to give it to them. that That's their thing. So you ignore them. But these kids, I just think that guy who looks like fucking Mr. Incredible, who the fuck is he to, who the fuck is he to say the things he says to me? That's what annoys you the most. That's why I can't help but bite at them because I just think, who the fuck are you to say these things? You look like you don't, when he's walking in the street, he a million percent just looks at the floor the whole time or or pretends to be on his phone because he's that shy and that timid. And it, and I just think, 
a bit. I had a very bad day on Wednesday where I bit to him and I argued with him all day. Literally, the worst bit about Wednesday was I'd started arguing with that Esteban. Bear in mind his name. He calls himself. So he, he, is, a, he is one that I've saved on my phone because I've saved it for future reference. This, is a, this guy calls himself Esteban on Twitter. Think how exotic a name Esteban is, yeah? Hang on. What date are we on there? 17th of October. That's well further back. Where's the picture of Esteban? Here we go. This... So this guy calls himself Esteban on Twitter. Esteban. And he looks like that. Like, these boxing Twitter guys are just just muppets, losers in life. Who, and, I, and I say that from a person who used to be in boxing Twitter, who used to just, everything was, let's get a reaction. But the, the, the ones that are not quite football Twitter because they have their own pictures, so they're not quite football Twitter where they'll just say, I wish such and such a player got cancer because that's just the most ruthless thing they can think of. Oh, man, Esteban's her. Is that Greece or is that gel? Look at the clip of that guy. But yeah, I just think like... Show a picture of him pointing again for years. It's just like, who are these? So the, 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 the little mingy kids... And I do get I shouldn't be arguing with these 20-odd-year-olds when I'm fucking 31. But I just think, who the fuck are you? But yeah, that will never happen again. Wednesday was just a one-off, and it won't happen again. I'm not going to argue with these people anymore. Although I used to love arguing with people on Twitter because I was also them. I used to be I used to be boxing Twitter, and I used to be kind of goes, well, goes to the match and puts his picture on Twitter, which is like these kids. But you just have to sort of ignore them, I guess. But anyway, Paddy. Do you think Fury actually didn't take it serious or was Ngannou just better than everyone expected? To be honest, I think we've been through this, haven't we? I think Fury did... I think it's both. I think the answer is Fury didn't take it serious and Ngannou was better than everyone expected. Elam looks... Oh, Elam looks questions. I just jumped into that, didn't I? Because I'm trying to speed through this because we're on 45 minutes already. Elam looks questions. So... Everyone knows Alan Lutz meltdown on Friday. A lot of us are divided about whether he, or not he did actually get nicked. I think he did because everyone knows his address and the stuff he was sending is stuff that would get you nicked if you've got a history with um, mental illness. So his first question is, the young Andy Joshua that beat Charles Martin and goes straight for the kill against today's Tyson Fury, who wins? So, Anthony Joshua that beats Charles Martin beats Anthony Josh uh, beats Tyson Fury that fought last night, but Anthony Joshua that beat Charles Martin doesn't beat Fury as as bad as he was against Chisora because the Fury against Chisora was even though he was like even though he was a bit lackluster and didn't get him out of there early. I know he was also taking it easy on his friend. He still was good, and he still is good. And then think about the fight before the Chisora fight was the white fight where he blasted him out in the end. I know it was a shit fight until it wasn't, but he blasted him out. Joshua was just a bully, and once he got bullied back, he didn't know what to do. Whereas when someone stood up to his bully and like Ruiz, he didn't know what to do. So Fury would never get bullied, and Joshua can only bully. So Joshua from the Charles Martin fight against Fury last night, Joshua wins. But Joshua from the Charles Martin fight against any Fury that's ever existed, except last night, Fury wins. The Wolfpack King tribute to El Kemright was outstanding. Yeah, no, he's just like that. <laughs> R.I.P. Bill Kemright. <laughs> right, his second one is, 
Could Wolfpack escape from prison? And if he did, how would tw- Twitter react? You've got to have it. I've got to say one thing. If he ever got nicked and got sent down and then escaped from Twitter, think how fucking big, escape from jail, think how big Twitter would be that day. And then the last question is, would the Wolfpack be unstoppable, <laughs> unstoppable with nosy safari park behind him? Do you remember that tweet? Is anyone, is anyone here like Intel or Hamlet enough to remember the, I'm going to free every animal from nosy safari park? <laughs> He never did that, did he? What animals are in Nose of Safari Park? What's the like? Said he was going to release the light, all the light. No, he didn't. Paddy, he never said he was going to release all the lions. He said he was going to release everyone. Oh my God, Paddy, are you the one who just asked that question about Fury? Are you the Paddy? It was during COVID. Yeah, Stefan, it was during COVID. He said he was going to release all of the animals. Yes, Paddy. See, Paddy's an in- Paddy has provided, and what's the word? Contributed towards this live chat. Not just being in the live chat. He's asked the question. Um, what do you do for work, Woogsy? Do you know what, right? I answer most questions in the live chat, but come on, CD. How many times in the live chat have I answered this question? I reckon we're on episode eight now, and I have... No, I'm not just a stay-at-home dad. I work part-time, and I've told people this. I reckon I've told people this in three different... Thank you, Emma knows. Going part-time in two weeks, though. Uh, going full-time in two weeks, though, guys. You know what I mean? T- full-time me. First time since 2019. Oh, no, I'm telling lies because I work nights. I know I work nights early part of 2022. But for the first time since 2019, other than my little stint doing nights, I'm going full time. Uh, would Wolfpack be unstoppable with Nose Safari Park? What's the. They're all sorts of Nose. Yeah, he could, couldn't he? Who's, what's the. Sad day that in 2019. Emma, when I remember when I left Emma, that was a sad day, wasn't it, Emma? It was a really sad day. But I had to. I had to go and watch Crawler in LA. And work wouldn't let me have it off. I, I left my job to go and watch Crawler in LA. How bad a job is that? And he got smoked in four rounds. Right, Joe Wayne. This is a funny question. How long would it take you to kill a pigeon? And you have to include finding and catching the pigeon in the time frame. I reckon finding a pigeon's very easy, but are they hard to catch? How easy are pigeons to catch? Ollie said he was going to send me messages when it's time to move on from a question, and he hasn't. Has he sent me one yet? Let's have a look. No, he's not yet, actually. He's not sent me one. So, how hard would it be to find and catch a pigeon? Finding them are easy, catching them are hard. I killed a pigeon, you know, though, about two weeks ago. There was loads of pigeons in, in the middle of the road eating, like, bread or something, and I just carried on driving, driving, thinking they'd fly, and all of them flew except one. And then when I Googled it, I Googled why pigeons wouldn't fly out. How bad is this? <laughs> it's proper sad. I Googled why would pigeons not fly out the way if you was going towards them and it's if they're pregnant. So I killed a pregnant pigeon two weeks ago with my car. How sad is that? Do you know what, Joe? I don't know how long <laughs> reborn of the pigeon. I'm not fucking around the bend. I don't reborn of pigeons. Josh, a question from just Josh. How much would how much are you putting on Usyk to beat Fury? Uh See, I don't, I, I'm not still convinced that Usyk beats Fury. Like, double kill as well, Jesus, I know, T4. T4, is that the first time you've spoke? Whoever T4 is, yeah, you're right, T4. But anyway, I'm still, after that performance, not convinced that Fury beats, uh, Usyk beats Fury because, <coughs> and I said this to Louis before, Fury only seems to struggle. I know he got dropped by Cunningham, but he ended up stopping him in the end. 
Fury only seems to struggle against people who are his own size. Look at the Schwartz fight. Look at the Otto Valin fight. Look at the Klitschko. No, Klitschko dominated Klitschko, to be fair, so ignore that. Otto Valin, Schwartz. Who was the guy he fought on the Frampton undercard? What was his name? Hang on. Go on, Fury. Finger. Fury box wreck. Someone's going to say this as I'm checking. Sure, we're going to be P. Panetta? Panetta? I'm not even bearing mind. I'm not, it's not, I'm not, this is just me guessing. I'm not doing one of them things where you find the result. Yeah, Pianetta. So, he struggled with Pianetta, he struggled with Schwartz, and he struggled with Valin. And then he dominated Wilder, dominates White, dominates Chisora, because he's bigger than them all. Who else did he struggle with? Mm, Cunningham didn't struggle with him. Jury about nine. Uh, he just seems to struggle with people who are his size. Done it. Look at John McDermott. How big is John McDermott? John McDermott, 6'4". So John McDermott, 6'4". And by the way, Tyson Fury is never in a million years 6'9". I think we all know that he's not 6'9". So he struggled with John McDermott, who's 6'4", and he struggled with everyone who's his size or bigger, his career. So I don't think that... Obviously, Usyk's also quite uh, over the hill as well. It's not just Fury who's over the hill. I think it'd, it'd be a fight between two people who are quite over the hill. I think it's time to admit that Fury is over the hill. And I think I think Fury could just dominate him in terms of just pure size. Like he'll do you remember a Klitschko? <coughs> <coughs> yeah, I think he's above six six, Mike, but I don't think he's six nine. Because Nganu said on Ariel Hawani show, I am six four, and he's built as six four, and he was not five inches taller than Nganu. Come on, maybe two, three max. But Usyk's not big. Yeah, he definitely that lies about. It. He lies. He fucking lies about everything. Tommy, are you Tommy Gorman off Twitter? Is that Tommy G? Is Tommy G Tommy Gorman off Twitter? I was arguing with some absolute fucking spud today, and when I checked his media to see how much of an idiot it was, he'd give you a bit of abuse in his uh in his in his media. Some guy called Roman or something. Some someone had told you to support your local team because you're from. If it is you. Because you're from Yorkshire and Sport United, and this guy was from Salford and Sports United, so you know what I mean. Support your local team, but yeah, Sports fucking United when he's from Salford. Anyway, back to the point in hand. Um, Fury, I I think he could lean on Usyk. Usyk hasn't got any power. He looked really bad in this Chisora fight. He didn't look very good in the um, Dubois fight either. I think the Joshua wins flatter him for the simple fact that Joshua's scared of taking a smack and. Like, isn't very good so I am not even even after last night and even after the Chisora fight I am still not 100% convinced that Fury loses to Usyk and if I had to if I had a if I had a million pounds if I had to choose one of them winner, them, it wasn't my money and I didn't it, you can't keep the million I had to bet on one of them two and the winner if the winner wins I get a million pounds I would choose Fury I still think Fury beats Usyk not as much as I did. I used to think Usyk beats... Yes, Tommy G. Anyway, that Ruben Rose, or whatever he's called, the Muppet from Salford, is a spud. Don't let him terrorise you for how you look, because he's a fucking idiot himself. And he's from Salford and Sports United and tells people to support the local... He never told me to support my local team, by the way. He told you to support his local team. But he's a fucking idiot. So don't let him terrorise you, because he's a fucking mong. Anyway, back to the point at hand. I still think Fury beats Usyk. Right, anyway... Last question. Based on the... <laughs> this is... Uh, this is a... Uh, no, I'm not slagging Salford. 
Emma. I'm slagging people from Salford who tell other people to support the local team when they support United because there's a perfectly good League Two team in Salford. So support them. Do you know what I mean? There are, people tell me to support my local team from Bolton when I'm from Bolton. Bolton are in League, two, League One. Salford are in League Two. Support Salford if you're from Salford. Don't support United and be from Salford and then tell people to support their own league, own team because he told Tommy to support his own team, support his local team when he's from fucking Salford and he's a fucking Muppet as well. Anyway, so this is from Joseph Westhead who's a lovely guy on Twitter. Used to call me a wool and that back in the day. Sorry, I'll calm down. Used to call me a wool back in the day but like a lot of Scousers from Twitter back in the day, used to call me a wall and say, how am I getting tickets? And he's a fucking wall. They've all come round to me in the end. He's another one who's definitely come round to me. He's, this is a, a loaded question that is expecting a loaded answer. <coughs> and it says, based on that performance, do you agree Joshua walks through fury and stops him? First of all, no, I don't agree with that because that is absolute fucking nonsense. Joshua is literally scared of taking punches. Fury, as bad as he is, or as bad as he might be, and as bad as he was last night, was still throwing. I know he was he was definitely scared of getting of taking sh- shots off Nganu, but he was still throwing. Whereas Joshua doesn't throw anymore. He just sort of like moves round and punches from range against people who he's far too good for. Look at the um Franklin fight. Eked, I know he won a wide decision, but he eked out a wide decision. I don't know if that makes sense. He eked out a wide decision, if, if that's possible. Like, it was a wide decision. He should have won, but he eked it out in terms of he didn't want to engage. And then the Hellenius fight, Hellenius fight, he also did the same. He didn't want to engage. Which member of Westlife? He, I'll read that in a sec. He also didn't want to engage. He... Um, he he stood on the outside, he was getting booed and then landed a lucky, not a lucky shot because he set it up well, but he landed a big shot in the seventh round which KO'd Hilarious and then gets it round, do you know what I mean? All of them, Ed Sheeran versus, who do you think would win in a fight between Ed Sheeran and Westlife? Weren't there five people in Westlife? So obviously all five of Westlife would win a fight against Ed Sheeran. That's just a just numbers, isn't it? I don't think there's five people, I don't think there's five people in the world that could have a fight with anyone. Even like five people, I don't know about that. Five nerds against Francis Ngannou who wins because five nerds are going to... Surely just the numbers game's too much. One of Westlife's dead. Which one's dead? Who's dead out of Westlife? Wasn't Hearn trying to talk up AJX Ngannou fight last night? No, Paddy, I don't think he was. I think he was saying he would just beat him. If Hearn's got anything about him, he'd make the Ngannou fight because the Fury fight... Fury versus AJ is not happening. Fury's interested in other things. The Fury vs. Wilder fight is literally a death sentence. What 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 right? What if, what people have got to remember about Hearn, yeah, is he's a smart boxing man, right? So anything you think you know about boxing, anything I think I know about boxing, Hearn knows it. He literally gets paid to know things about. Whereas we just like boxing, his life is boxing. So anything you think you know, Hearn knows more than you. That's a fact. We might have he might get blinded by loyalty or blinded by bias. Anything you think you know in boxing, Eddie Hearn knows more than you in boxing. And that is a fact, right? So if you think Anthony Joshua's finished, which he is, you know for a fact that Hearn, exactly, exactly, Mike, Eddie Hearn has forgotten more than we know about boxing. So if you think, and we all think, Joshua's gun shy, he's finished, he's timid in the, in the ring, 
If you think if you think Eddie Earn doesn't know that, you're out of your fucking mind. Of course, Eddie Earn knows all these things about Andy Joshua, right? That's why he's desperate for this Saudi Arabian Wilder fight because he wants to cash him out. He's desperate to cash AJ out and get a big money off him, and then he'll lose to Wilder. He'll cash in with the uh, with the Saudi money, and then he'll just. Just fill out the all two free for free two or three times until AJ's had enough. Do you know what I mean? That's what he'll do. What he's doing now, but with a fucking hundred million pound payday behind him, right? So now the Wilder fight looks like it's dead in the water, and Fury's not interested in Joshua. That's why he probably will go for Ngannou because he Eddie Earn can sell that one thing about Eddie Earn, which no one can deny, is he can sell anything to anybody. Yeah. So there you go, Saudi Arabians, Abu Dhabi, and all that. He could sell sand to the Arabs if they say yeah. So if you don't think. Eddie Earn can sell an AJ versus Ngannou fight. You're out of your fucking mind. Eddie Earn would sell that fight like you've never seen before. Shut up. Fuck the Eddie Earn. Is that, have, they, have Spirit of Shankly shamed Palestine fans? Uh, people bringing Palestine? No, they've not. How do, I, how do I find this out? Byron. How do I find this out? Spirit of Shankly, let me tell you right now, I've not been fucking fit for purpose in a uh, spirit... Of Shankler. I've not been fucking fit for purpose for years. Here we go. Let's have a look what they've said. Where have they said this? I can't see it anywhere. I can't see it anywhere. Are you, I, I'm, are you not just making me say things about them for no reason? Saying take it up with everything if you have a problem, spirit. They're not fit for purpose, mate. <laughs> I always remember Steve. I'm not going to say his last name. I don't know if he'd want me to say his last name. But when do you remember the whole? Does anyone remember the Liverpool whole protest? Well, I went to that game because that protest was brought on by the Spirit of Shankly, and the Spirit of Shankly can get fucked. Right, simple as that. Spirit of Shankly can get fucked, and Sean the Rats. I bet they did. Uh, oh, Connor, nice to see you, mate. Sorry I'm late, boss. Bus brought down, did it, Connor? Connor, fuck you. Bus brought down, mate. Connor lives in the biggest, best house of all of us, so he doesn't. He definitely drives. Anyway. Said they wouldn't talk about it because it was out of their hands. Because they're fucking shitbags, that's what they are. And I, I'll never forget this, yeah? So, I was at the whole game and I said to Steve, my mate Steve, well, more Jed's mate Steve, I said, why are you here? Like, why are you not boycotting it? And he said, the spirit of Shank can get fucked. When I was getting banned, they were nowhere, because he got banned for a, a Twitter post about praying at Anfield. And he said, the fucking spirit of Shankly, someone sent me the spirit of Shankly thing. You'd have to take that up with the Premier League. They ban them. Norway. Can't get over that. Shithouses. 340. That's when you know it's bad. Four reports, 349 quotes. They raise none issues. Then you dodge the bigger ones. Yeah, they are spirit shankly. They're not fit for purpose, mate. And they're, they're absolute shithouses. They're in bed with the club. And they're not the what they're supposed to be, what they're supposed to be. What is spirit shankly supposed to be? It's a Liverpool FC supporters union. <laughs> Absolute bollocks, mate. They're just another arm of the club. It's like Redmen TV. I'm guessing Redmen TV started with the best intentions of being an independent football vlogging site or whatever. And then when you can get into be in bed with a club and when you can when you can get favours from the club, like Spirit of Shankly getting all that, that's, then the, 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 the motives just change and the agenda changes. Spirit of Shankly, they're just, they're just, just fucking Muppets, all of them. I think the... So when you... So I'll tell you what, I'll... It, this came in last week and I've just sort of like kept it to myself. They're all, yeah, they are. They all made yes, man. So I put, sort of kept this to myself. Yeah. So we always knew this was uh, me and the people who've been helping me with my ban always knew that the club would never, they would never accept the appeal because they don't accept appeals. Mark said it in here last week. 
all, loads of other people I spoke to. So my appeal has been ban- been rejected by the club. But we always knew the appeal would be rejected by the club. You have to take it to the IFO then. You have to go to an independent body. So when you appeal your ban, there's the club, two members from the club and one member from an independent supporters group who sit on the appeal, the Spirit of Shankly. And they just go with every single person I've spoke to about being banned from the club have all said none of the bans get overturned because the Spirit of Shankly, this is a... Have you spoken much about the ban yet? Has it all been hush-hush still? Yeah, it's still hush-hush because... The only reason why it's hush-hush, Connor, is because... As I've said before, the club got me banged to rights, like what, what I'm banned for. Someone said I was banned for tickets out in. What a fucking ridiculous thing. Anyway, what I got done for by the club, I was banged to rights. Can't deny it, can't anything else yet. I was banged to rights. But the way the club handled the banning on my thing, I've asked seven other people so far... And none of them got the same treatment and mistakes that the club made with my ban, right? So, I have to go through the independent... What the fuck is that? I have to go through the independent, like, thing, and then you have to take it to, like, civil court or whatever. And because of how... Like, I've sports solicitors, and they're like, it's, like, the most night and day case ever. The club have massively mistreated you, and you can, you're definitely due compensation. Whether or not you can... Whether or not you can blag it with a club to like, I don't want compensation, I want my season to get back is like a matter between you and club. But like the way the club treated me and the way the way I was, the way that the Premier League investigated me and passed the, passed the investigation to Liverpool and said, deal with that. And from that moment, the whole thing was f- just absolutely fucked yet. In, up until the fact that obviously someone trying to save the job, like I... Emma will tell you this. I don't know if Emma ever did this, but I used to do this when I was at the Salvation Army. You know when you make a mistake and you forward an email, someone says you've not sent an email, so you just click forward and edit the text. People have done that. Anyone who's worked in an office has done that. Someone did that to me, and through me speaking to Microsoft, proved that someone did that to me. Couldn't change names on tickets for room. Did could you one of our group couldn't do it due to medical reasons? And me and the club fucked off. Oh, the club are just. Do you know what? One thing, right? So we'll go. We'll go off the band. My, my appeal has been rejected, and I've got to take it through an independent at the IFO, which we always knew. We always knew this was going to happen. Oh, the SOS helped you, did they? Well, the SOS are all cunts anyway, so fuck them. But anyway, yeah. So we always knew that was going to happen. One thing, right? And I, I, I can't actually. But they had to keep the credit for SOS. What do you mean? What do you mean they kept the credit for SOS? One thing I can't go into I can't go into my honest opinions about the ban and about being banned from football because my honest I'm trying to not say too much. Because what I what my what my honest opinion is may not be how I really feel. If I'm trying to, I'm trying to not say too much because I can't say too much on this because it's got a long process. Once I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, shush, yes, scream, shush. Well, I promise you, when it's all said and done, I will explain everything. I'll explain the ban. I'll explain how bad the club did it. I'll explain the fake email that was proved that it was a fake email. I'll approve everything. Stream needs more like likes. Yeah, I said that, Connor. Yeah, the stream needs more likes. I've been saying that, but people don't like it, mate, because they're all selfish. Anyway, so when 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 I can tell more on the ban, I'll tell more on the ban. But one thing that I'll say is if people in here, Liverpool fans, so Stefan, Stefan, I know you as a proper Liverpool fan, home and away Liverpool fan. You've been watching them for years. 
you've been going everywhere, right? If you are sitting there and telling me that you still feel the same about Liverpool, not the team, because I still love the team and I still Liverpool, still love Liverpool as a club, but if you're sitting there and telling me that you're not like disenchanted with football, then you're lying. You're lying. Look at all the ticket issues. Look at all the look at the Palestine issue. The, the club I love, the Liverpool I love, and the, the club I my dad took me watching as a kid, yeah, would never have been... Yeah, hit, love the team, hate the club. Yeah, you're right, man. Like, Liverpool would never have been on the wrong side of the Palestine argument five years ago. They wouldn't have been. They just, even, under, even under FSG, I feel like we would never have been on the wrong side of this Palestine thing, and we are now. And then, right, so tickets, another thing, a big thing, clubs are fast. Oh, it's a massive fast. So, tickets, yeah. They make it so that you can't pass tickets on to you. If I pay seven ton for a season ticket, yeah, that fucking season ticket is my fucking season ticket. And if I can't go to a game, I should be able to pass that fucking ticket on to my mate. I shouldn't have to sell it back to the club. I shouldn't have to jump through 15 hoops to pass it to someone. I should be able to fucking give my, I should be able to send that ticket to my mate and say, yeah, mate, this ticket cost me 30 quid for that home game. Send us 30 quid and there's your ticket because you know what? That ticket belongs to me and I should be able to do whatever the fuck I want, whatever I want to do with it, yeah. Ah, do you know what, Finley? I've never thought of that. Yeah, we're sponsored by AXA, aren't we? And AXA are uh, uh, Israeli, aren't they? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right, Connor, yeah. We're, it upsets me that Liverpool are on the wrong side of this Palestine thing and I've, I've, I've said that I'm not massively, I'm not massively, yeah, exactly, Liam, Liam said he couldn't agree more with what I'm saying about tickets. The club have made it hard to pass tickets on because the club don't like, obviously they don't want people like me, they ban me, but the club don't, don't want supporters like me, they don't want supporters like Mike, they don't want supporters like Stefan. They want customers, they want people, I'm not going to be all, I'm not going to start being whatever, it's xenophobic, I don't know, they don't want people, it's not about Chinese or Cockneys or anything, they want people who it's the, who don't go to Anfield every week because what I do is I, I, if I'm having a drink, I take two bottles of Prosecco to the wall, I have a drink, I get into Anfield 10 minutes before kickoff, I watch the game, maybe, maybe at the very, very last minute, at half time, I'll have a pie, and if not, I don't have anything in the ground, and then I get off and go, if I'm drinking, I'll go to a pub around the ground, I don't get, the club get, on match day, other than my ticket, the club get no money off me, unless I'm fucking starving, yeah, they don't want that. The club want people who are going to go in the club shop. That's why you're not allowed bags in Anfield unless it's a club shop badge, uh, club club shop bag because they want exactly get to Anfield two before, two hours before kickoff. What so I can the only things I can drink are things in the ground. It's a fucking disgrace. I spend max eight quid in the stadium, but that's not what they want, Mike. They want people who are going to drink in the stadium because they don't know anywhere around the ground to drink, so they get in early and drink in the ground and watch the warm-up and that. They want people who are going to go in the club shop before the ground, before the game and spend, even if you only spend 50 quid in the club shop, that's 50 quid extra than more than I spend. They don't want fans like us. That's why they make it as difficult as possible. This, that was the sole way I started going the match on my own was through tickets. Yeah, exactly. How many people, right, so how many people in this chat or how many people that will watch this live chat get sorted tickets through the mates and now look how hard they're making it. You can only forward a certain amount of tickets to your friends. You lose the credit if you sort your tickets like it. And they 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 always say oh, it's to try and stop touch. Do you think NFC right? So get this year when NFCs first came in, they said it was to stop touch, right? And this is when I was still living in Bolton. We played Bournemouth at Brighton at home and went two 0 up and we drew to all. It was a year that we came second by a point. Yeah, we went two 0 up against Brighton and we finished to all. And I think Lewis Dunk uh, scored a free kick. 
I was on my way to Anfield. NFC's just made it easier for Turks Finlay. Anyway, I was on my way to Anfield and I got stuck in traffic going on the, on the East Lanks past Lee, yeah. I would have still got there on time. I would have still got to the ground on time, but I, it would have been touch and go and I couldn't be arsed. And you know what I did? I just saw my ticket. An hour and 10 minutes before kickoff, I just saw my ticket and, and sent the NFC. So if you're telling me that stop totes, how, how is that stop totes? It's not stop totes. It's a big commercial mess. No, fans mean fuck all. Just about filling the seats with people who spend the most time. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Connor. They don't want people like me at the game. They don't, they're not asked about people like me at the game. They're not asked about people like Mike. They're not asked about... Nightmare last year, you could have people. Oh, exactly. Oh, the friends and family thing is just a disgrace. Why can't I send my ticket to anybody who's a Liverpool member? If you're paying 26 quid a year to be a member uh, uh, for Liverpool, realistically, if we're all honest with ourselves, we've not many benefits. There's not many benefits to being a member because it's a bit of a closed shop. Why can't I send my ticket to any member? Why, why, do, I, why do they have to be on my friends and family? It's bollocks, mate. The club are fucked and... Not just the club as well, because obviously I still enjoy watching football because I just love football, but football's not as good as it used to be either. Like like I said, I'm not going to say too much because because the truth is losing my season ticket has been very distressing to me and it has massively hurt my mental health, yeah. That's the truth about football. I'm not I'm missing it loads, right? So I'm not, so that is that's the truth about my, <laughs> my season ticket. But football is not what it used to be. Liverpool is not the club it used to be. And it's just football's just not what it was let's just leave it at that football was not football's not what it used to be new start and oh look at that imagine that Byron they were selling tickets to for this stand and it's not done not even it won't that won't be done before the end of the season that stand and then then they're having to get this year so they rejected my appeal the day before the Everton game. So it's been over a week now and I've not really said anything because I've not been sure about my what my next steps were. They rejected my appeal the day before the Everton game, right? So the day before the Everton game, they sent an email out to everyone saying, sorry, we've had to cancel all your seats. And I also know two other people who have had their appeal rejected on the same day. They all got rejected on the day before the Everton game. Hand asking where the seat is. People coming up to you with receipts in their hand. What do you mean receipts? Liam. What does Liam mean by receipts? Because I'm not sure. Yes, we've seen your request for questions earlier, but being out all day, question, who should have... Who should have the next statue built outside Anfield? Gerard Klopp or Salah? Is there a Paisley statue? It's all changed after Istanbul, but it's probably died. No, do you know what, Mike? Nah... That is one of them things where everyone goes, oh, you only started sporting Liverpool after Istanbul. The football, there was nothing wrong with football after Istanbul. We were just shit. The, the, there were still good fans watching Liverpool. There was, I outside the club, that's, a, that's the Shankly statue in it. Oh, is it quite new? So Piers has got one, Shankly's got one. Gerard doesn't deserve a statue. Salah doesn't deserve a statue. Klopp, yeah, Klopp, I'd say Klopp. Uh, Dalglish, has Dalglish got a statue? FSG bit of statue and it charged you to see it. Charge you to see the statue. I'd say Klopp because when Klopp took over, we looked a million miles away from even being in the Champions League, not winning the Champions League, being in the Champions League. I it's just the two. Has Dalglish got two statues? I don't know anything about statues. All I know is a Shankly statue because that's where I used to meet people for tickets back in the day. But anyway. Mike, yeah, what was I saying to Mike then? I don't think... Well, we're an hour and 15 minutes into this one. Mike, I don't think... I think that's bullshit. I, I think that is a bad cop-out where people say, 
it all changed after Istanbul. I don't think it changed after Istanbul. I was going to football the season of Istanbul and all the seasons after Istanbul and nothing changed. We were just dog shit. I know we were good under Rafa, but I don't think there was any more worse fans. Even even the, the years under Hodgson, mate, most games went down to one or two credits. Like, you could get tickets. The, the away ends were good. Especially under, remember under Kenny, how good our away ends were under Kenny. It, it, it's only just, it's only the last three years, only the last three. What, what's happened to us? What, what's happened to Liverpool and what's happened to Liverpool fans is we've got uh, spoiled. We've become, what's the word, uh, entitled. We've become entitled. I remember the first Champions League game under Klopp where we hadn't had it for years and it felt like a big, it was like the first, the Kiev year, was the Kiev year? The, yeah, the Kiev year, the Madrid year. Like the, all these seasons, when we was in the Champions League, it felt like an event. It felt like a big, massive event to be in the Champions League. Every I remember getting to Anfield for Champions League games and being buzzing. And even I'm guilty of this. I wasn't going to go to the, but I was, I sold my ticket for the Barcelona semi-final because, because we'd lost the first leg. So there's me. That's me being entitled. I was like, what? Under Rodgers, mate, if you'd have, if you'd have said to me, you, you, you'll have a Champions League semi-final at Anfield, but you're 3-0 down for the first leg, and I bit your hand off for it. But I, but, but at the time, I got a bit, enti- I guess I get a bit entitled. Like, our fans are definitely entitled. Like, we can, be in a ti- we can be in a title race, and the atmosphere can be not that good. We can be in the Champions League, and the atmosphere is not that good. City still have a decent away end. City do not have a decent away end, Finlay. City do not have a decent away end. City's away end is one of the worst away ends in the country. City don't sing until they're 1-0 up. If City draw 0-0 or lose away from home, they don't make a single sound. They only make noise when they're 1-0 up. Don't know where you've got that from. That running when we nearly won in... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Harry, yeah. Harry says the running when we nearly won the league in, 13, in the season 2013-14, the atmosphere... Oh, do you remember Norwich away, Harry? Do you remember Norwich away, City at home? Do you remember these games? Just like, just the best, wasn't it? Um, what was the away end before? What was the away game? Oh, Cardiff away. Do you remember the Cardiff away as well? These were serious aways. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, T- 2013, 2014 for them 13 games was just unbelievable. Yeah, Cardiff away, unbelievable. Loved it between 2001 and 7. Well, yeah, they were bad. They were bad years. Do you know what? We're an hour and 17 minutes in and I feel like I'm just waffling now. Cardiff was a belter. Um... That was the first time I got let out a swap. I swapped two Cardiff tickets <coughs> during the West Ham game. Was it two penalties or one penalty where John Flanagan won a penalty? And then the Tottenham game, Tottenham 5-0. The atmosphere in every one of them games was the best. Yeah, that's probably been... Yeah, you've missed Wolfpack segments, mate. Well gone. Fulham away. There were so many games for that 2013-2014, which is unbelievable. And the atmosphere was unreal since the New Year's Eve game. We're sporting our big time. People remember the Hodgson times drawing Fulham and Anfield and Paul Kincheski was what? Yeah, I know. People have forgot. People have forgot how bad we are, how bad we were. And that's why I always say, even last season, I was like, man, I want Klopp to stay for life. As bad as it was last season, especially the COVID year and last year, as bad as it was, I would have Klopp here on a 10-year deal before any other manager because before Klopp took over this club, we looked a million miles away from winning anything. We looked a million miles away from being in the Champions League. It took him a couple of seasons to get us in the Champions League. So our fans, that's what's happened to the atmosphere. It's not It's not Anfield's died. It's not... Totes have always been selling tickets at Anfield to Chinese people and uh, American people and Cockneys for fucking hundreds. But the rest of the ground weren't so entitled that they think that a home game against Forest is above them or they think that a Champions League game early on in the group stages against Red Star Belgrade, even though the atmosphere was good in that game, but I'm just using them as an example. They think that's above them. They think Europa League games are above them. 
Cups for season when we got to the final of the Europa League. Them Europa League games at home were booming because we weren't entitled like we are now. Good to see you back on your feet after Esteban reduced you to tears last week, mate. Chin up, Woozy. Listen, Lewis. I don't know who Lewis Barrett is, mate, but that Esteban is a spud. You're probably also a spud, and he never reduced me to tears, and that's a fact. But anyway, we've been going now for an hour and 20 minutes. But you're only supposed to go for an hour. Maybe maybe it's not being stoned. Top five prediction at the moment. I'll answer that. Top five prediction is in who's going to finish top five. Or top five at the moment. Top five will be City will win the league by miles. Liverpool will finish second, just above Arsenal. Arsenal will finish third, miles ahead of fourth. I did say Chelsea will finish fourth in the Tuesday podcast, but they're not going to finish fourth. It will be Tottenham will finish fourth. Chelsea fifth, United sixth. I know you didn't ask for a sixth, but United will finish sixth. Had United and Dortmund in the knockouts of the first... Look at the mate. Magic. How good was United? I know it's, it's a bit of a cheat code, isn't it? Having United home and away in Europe. They were good. No. Newcastle will not sneak. In the top four, it'll be City, Liverpool, Arsenal, <laughs> Spurs. John, I've not finished yet. John's only here to make sure I plug the pod. Uh... Nights under the lights were class. All changed now. Yeah, too many tourists. I don't. I think you're a bit wrong, Chris. I don't think tourists have. Um... Yeah, fuck you, Lewis. When I asked, Dortmund was one of the best. Dortmund that when that Lovren goal went in, how good was that? Even that was better than most Champions League falls by far. Lewis Barrett was timed out by Supreme being for 86 k seconds. Is that eighty six thousand seconds? How long's that? <coughs> I'd love to be in the Europa League final in Dublin. And guess what? I'll get a ticket for that. And guess what? I won't go. That's one thing everyone says. Oh, I, I get, and I appreciate you all. I'm not. This is not me digging you all out. But everyone go. A lot of people say, "Oh, just go to the game. Just go to the game." Like. I know loads of people who are banned and go to the game. I can get tickets for every game. I don't want to go to the game at the minute. I'm going to let me ban ride out. Um, there was a question that I wanted to answer then, and I've missed it. Uh, where's the plug pod? Hang on. There was a question. I've definitely seen a question that I wanted to answer. The toes outside were a belter when you were kids. If you never had a ticket, they'd spin you in dead cheap or give you the... Yeah, that was true. I remember Tottenham away. Do you remember when we beat Tottenham away? Um uh, in the league, 1-0, Bobby Firmino scored. We was outside and the tout came up to us and said, listen, we've been trying to... Fuck- Mike, I know. I'm not- See, I didn't want to say that then, Mike, because it's a bit like... It's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Like, saying it, but... People are saying to me... I- so my mate says, I'm banned. I've been, going for- I've been going for years when I've been banned. Yes, also, mate, but you're not one of the most recognisable fucking idiots online ever, are you? There's so many people who hate me that if I went to a Liverpool game, you'd get the little sly, snide grasses who would definitely take a picture and send it. Yeah, Harry, I said that. Manny's fall. Manny, uh, Harry says, Manny's fall and Kiev's another forgotten one. Sturridge, Sturridge against Sevilla, one of the best falls of all time. We lost, so it's forgotten. Manny against Madrid, one of the best falls of all time. We lost, so it's forgotten. Coutinho against Man City in the League Cup, one of the best falls of all time. We lost, forgotten. Thought you were signing off, lad, sorry. Listen, I'm not going to sign off without plugging the pod, so you just chill. Someone else asked a question that I wanted to know. I would have killed for fifth back then. Exactly. Exactly, like people, we'd have all killed for fifth now, and then we're just all a bit selfish with it. Newcastle are not going to get in, and I think that's it. I don't think there is another question that I was uh, going to ask. What are you doing for the pod live? When are you doing the pod live on here? Right, so the podcast was on my page and did really well. 
and then we moved it to its own page quite prematurely i might ask right i did think it was quite prematurely but i didn't say that i just went with it so we're moving it back to my page so tuesday the podcast will be live the football podcast will be live at 9 p.m does everyone think 9 p.m is too late or is that all right but anyway it's going to be live from 9 p.m and it's going to be back on this page and it's going to stay on this page until the new year uh Jelovic against sunderland on the best of Jelovic against sunderland what happened? Why? Why is it? Why was it forgotten? Anyway, the podcast will be on my page until the new year, and we're going to hammer it down your throats. John Smith re- message retracted the little shitbag, and and then it'll be live on Tuesday, and it's going to stay on my page to the new year. So everyone, make sure you watch the football podcast. Nine is soon. Get it live. Uh, better, I think. Yeah, no, Josh, we wanted to, we wanted it to be live this week, but there was something to do with a countdown or something. Although I'm going to have to make sure I get my stream la- stream yard ready for the countdown now because otherwise oh no we can it's a login in it uh a bit old for an old bird like me see that's what i mean it's a bit old for some people but we can't do it over earlier than nine because dom although dom's talking about maybe we can go earlier than nine but it's going to be nine o'clock anyway do you know what i'm going to finish answering chris's chris's question otherwise it's going to get lost and then that's it we're done because we're an hour and 24 minutes now january transfers what are we saying ins and outs do you mean liverpool or do you mean all ins and outs actually am i supposed to answer that question no sorry chris i'm not answering your question um no emma you are old very old emma was it your 40th that i got Andy crawler to come and take a bit like come to work and take pictures with everyone was that your 40th or 50th <laughs> I'm only joking. Get a six in and that'll do. Yeah, we need a six. So that, what's that guy called from Brazil? Andre. Get him in. There you go, Chris. Andre from Brazil. Get him in and get Jotter out because he's fucking dog shit and I'm sick of him. Everyone watch the Aspinall Pavlovich prediction. See, we're getting keeping me talking. As long as you're asking questions, I'll keep talking, but I am going to shut this down in 10 minutes. Aspinall will beat... We're meant to have agreed personal terms. Yeah, and I liked what he said. I'll I'll come back to you, Rob. I liked what um I liked what uh, that Andre said where he said he promised the owner that he would stay until December. Is that where they, I don't know if that's where their season finishes, but he said I promised the owner that I would stay until December and I'm staying. And I and I like that. And I think that's a good good like a good indictment on his on his character. So even though we, we never got him in the summer. To me, that's better than getting in the summer. Is him saying that and keeping to his word. And also, Aspinall Pavlovich. been thinking about this, you know, and I really don't know. Aspinall, to me, is better than Pavlovich because I think Pavlovich is one of them people who's knocked out shit people, so he's got, like, a massive hype around him. Um, but Aspinall's not been training for this, and Pavlovich has because he was the backup fighter. So we've seen with Volkanovski what happens when you're underprepared. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Pavlovich just because that's what I think. But I would not be surprised if if Aspinall wins. Luke Docker, what's your sandwich choice for tomorrow? So, can't see it, but just out of shot. Well, not just out of shot. In the kitchen, I am defrosting chicken breast, which is going to be a chicken and bacon and lettuce butty, but not like the peri-peri chicken or the uh, honey barbecue I get from M&S. This is going to be fresh chicken. I suppose not fresh because it was frozen and I'm defrosting it, but does anyone else do that when they go on a big shop, they buy loads of meat in the intention of using it and then it just goes out of date and they, and they have to freeze it? Because I've had to put mints in the freezer this week. I've had to put steak in the freezer and I've had to put chicken in the freezer. Yeah, Paddy, I said that. If you go and look at the video on Thursday, a little plug, if everyone goes and watches the video on Thursday, 
I said that um, Overeem terrorised Pavlovich on his debut, got him to the floor and fucking terrorised him. But yeah, the short notice could work against us. That's why I think as well, Paddy, yeah. Me and Paddy are very aligned on our UFC 295 chat. I'm going to do a watch-along for UFC 295 as well, so it'll be in the early hours of the morning. Um, Also, so I did a a review for Killers of the Flower Moon at 7 o'clock, started to upload it at half 7, and at the end of the video it says... This is going to come out an hour before the live chat. So everyone go and watch the live chat. And stupidly, it didn't upload because I was watching um, something on YouTube. The I was watching Action Bronson's Fuck That's Delicious on YouTube and made the, down, made the upload slow. So if everyone can go and fucking watch my review of Killers of the Flower Moon, it's up there now. And it went up three minutes before I went live. Do you reckon Portan will get past you? It Hard one, that, you know. Connor, it's my first film review, and it's really bad. It's not a good film review, but I'm going to commit to watching one film at the pictures every week. I reckon, what even's the plan on giving them interims? See, I don't get that, Rob, because I'm... So, Dana White came out and said, the fight to make is still Jones versus Stipe, and that's the fight he wants to make. He's going to make Stones... uh, uh, He's going to make the Stipe and Jones fight. But... um, How do you make that? Like I said in the video on Thursday... So, Jones is injured for nine months. He's going to need at least a three-month camp, so that's a year. So, you're talking a year from now, minimum. Bear in mind, Jones never makes fights easy to make. So, you're talking a year from now, so you're talking... He would have to fight the interim champion in a year, yeah? But he's not going to fight the interim champion in a year because John Jones is not fighting Aspinall or Pavlovich, and that's a fact. He only wants to fight Stipe. So, if the UFC make him fight one of them... That means it's going to be 18 months before... Because Jones likes to take time off of this fight. That means it's going to be 18 months before Stipe can fight Jones. So Stipe is going to retire. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I think the UFC knew both of them were going to retire. But now the fight's not happening. What so... There's only ever been one... One... There's only been one... I think or maybe two. Maybe two now, actually. I'm thinking about it. There's even been one or two UFC title fights where it's been a where a title fight has happened whilst an interim champion has still been there and it's not been the interim champion in the title fight. It happened once where, um, what's he called? Carlos Condit beat Nick Diaz to win the interim title and George St. Pierre fought someone while he was still the interim champion. I think, I think that's right. And then I think it happened at, I think it happened with Aldo, where Aldo, fought someone while there was an interim champion. Um, Stipe's been taken off the roster. Oh, let me check that. Is that on that roster watch? Roster watch. Surely not, Stipe's not been taken off, has he? Nah, that's bullshit. Daniel Rodriguez has been taken off the UFC roster. Daniel Rodriguez, UFC. Shut up. Oh, he's been a... Yeah, Daniel Rodriguez has been kicked out of the UFC for drug testing. Did it happen with Whitaker and Bisping when Bisping fought GSP while Whitaker was interim? Yes. Yes, it did. So that's the second one. Not Aldo. It was GSP versus uh, Bisping. Well, Whitaker was, yeah, so that's one. Um, what do you think of the pedestrianisation of Norwich City Centre? I don't know, mate. But yeah, back to the... Right, so this is the last question I'm going to answer and then I'm getting off because it's been an hour and a half. Back to the, um, do I think Portan beats Yuri? Yuri is wild enough 
were, I know this sounds ridiculous, he's either going to knock out Portan or Portan's going to knock him out because Yui is balls to the wall, takes a lot of damage. His fighting style is not going to last. He's going to have a very short career. Yeah, Paddy, yeah. But I don't, I'm not sure if that was the same. Anyway, Portan's going to be Yui. It's been an hour and a half now. I'm getting off because it's fucking 10 o'clock and I'm tired. Well, I'm not really that tired, but I've also got a few things left to do. I need to make me buddies for work tomorrow. And for all the people who don't know, I'm moving house tomorrow. So you're not going to see this panel anymore. You're going to see something else from next week. So yeah, I've got a big day tomorrow and I need to go to bed because it's 10 o'clock. So yeah, it's been a belter. Loved it. Loved everyone. Loved having all the mods in, except Connor, who's a fucking pussy who's only got here 10 minutes Connor got here after the error mark, so realistically, this should have finished when Connor joined, so actually, fuck Connor. Do you know what? Let's strip him of his thing. Oh, no, I'm not going to strip him because someone said don't strip him earlier on. By the way, Connor, I was thinking of stripping you of your mod hood, and someone stuck up for you in the chat, not even a mod. Someone said, no, Connor's good stuff, and Connor is good stuff. I'll admit, Connor's good stuff, so don't strip him. Anyway, go and watch my film with you. Tuesday, 9 o'clock, back on this channel, live chat. Yeah, it was Leon. Live chat. Uh, not live chat. Football pod with myself, John, Dom, and Max. And weekly combat coming on Thursday and another live chat this uh, this Sunday. Right, it's been a pleasure, everyone. Loved it. Loved you all. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.